This podcast contains graphic content and adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, it's Kayla. It's Katie. And you're listening to Murder, Mayhem, and Merlot. Well, guys, today's episode is going to be a short one. I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I just got over COVID. I've had COVID this past week, and... I didn't have COVID. She didn't. I'll um, probably end up with it, honestly, but... Probably. Um, I mean, I'm in the clear. I'm not, like, around Katie having it or anything, but... Um, the day before she found out. The she, last time we recorded. Yeah, the last time we recorded was the day before I started showing symptoms. So I was probably contagious at that time and just didn't know it. And the one time Kayla lays her head on my shoulder or that I can even think shows of. Shows affection. <laughs> is the day before she finds out she has COVID. Yeah. So this episode is different than our other ones. Um, we're just going to be sharing our own scary stories. Yeah. That personally happen to us. Yeah. Like Katie has a ghost story and I have a skinwalker story. I have a couple little stories too okay. that I can share. Um, so it's not a researched episode. This is just shit that happened. This is just us talking. Okay. Yeah, we're that, just, this is this is just us talking. We're just shit. We figured, you know, I, I was like, I'll take it easy. I also like I had the hardest time. I was trying to do like a researched case, but all the other ghost stories that I could find around here, like in this general area, they're so short that it would have been like a 10 minute episode. Like Sensible Tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. Like you couldn't get one together. So, Mm -hmm. we're just going to share our own personal stories. Yeah. I'll start us out with a short one. Okay. I'll set the scene. Set it. Set it. So, you know what my Nana Papa's house looks like. Yeah. Okay. All my life, Papa was like, this house is haunted. It's got a ghost in it. It's my dad's ghost. Yada, yada, yada. And I was like, cool, fine, whatever. And I was there all the time when I was little. I was always staying at my grandparents' house. Me and my Nana were, we were pals. And he always said that. And I always thought that it was just a scare tactic because he would say weird shit to me to scare me, like to get out of watching Teletubbies when I was little. He told me that they were going to come out of the TV and suck me up in their TV bellies and I'd never see my family again. I mean, that's relatable, though. Yeah. Because why are you watching Teletubbies for one? I was a child. I I, I understand that show when I was little. But Teletubbies, let's be so for real. It was the baby son. Okay, but Teletubbies are creepy. They're not. They were cute. So I just thought that it was one of those things that he said. So there was one day, they have a pool, and me and my Nana, when I was up there, we were always swimming in the pool in the summer. She was the fun grandma, and she would, like, take me skinny dipping at night, and it was, I was little. Like, it wasn't, like, weird. <laughs> like, no one think it was weird. Um, Don't take it that way. Anyway, so she would do fun stuff like that, and I just thought Papa was just being a weird creepo. Well, there was one day that we were in the pool, and in my grandparents' house, when you walk in, there's like the foyer and then to the right, there was their hallway and it had the first, it had a bathroom on the left-hand side and then a bedroom on the right-hand side and then a bedroom at the very back end of the hallway straight ahead. And then on the far left, it was their bedroom and the master bedroom had a bathroom in it. So I would always change in there because Nana would go in there and change and I would just go in there with her and change into regular clothes. So she had already changed and... This was after they had gotten two kittens 
And so they kept the bedroom door closed because they didn't want him to get in there. So the bedroom door was closed. And I was in there by myself. And Nana, like I said, she'd already changed and was out. And I'm in there. And they're old. So they had like a bed skirt. (laughs) I don't feel like people our age have those. No. So they had a bed skirt. And I'm in there. And I'm changing in the bathroom. And I didn't have the bathroom door closed because I was in the whole room by myself. And the bedroom door was closed. And so I like hear something. And it sounds just like a cat under the bed. And I'm like, oh. No, like I've let one of the cats in here. They're not supposed to be in here. And at that time, like my papa was super like picky about stuff. So like if he found out that a cat was in the bedroom, he would probably like blown a gasket. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, God, I got to catch this cat. And I was little. So I was like, I'll just get under the bed. So I'm walking out there out of the bathroom. Not you you wanting to go under the bed. Like (laughs) I was little. Like it wasn't like a thing. You never watched Don't Look Under the Bed on Disney Channel? No. Okay. So I was going to go under the bed and then I'm like coming out of the bathroom and I see the bed skirt just like move like a cat like hit it or something from underneath. But I didn't see a cat run out. I just saw the bed skirt like. And so I was like, okay. so I was a little creeped out, you know. And so I go over there and I hear like it sounds like a cat again underneath the bed, like running around. And then the bed skirt on the other side lifts completely up. And I was like, okay, it's got to be a cat. I'm at the bed and I'm about to lift the bed skirt up. And then it happens again, but the skirt goes like completely up and I can see under the bed. They wasn't shit in there. I ran out half naked, still in a wet bathing suit, just screaming for Nana. Oh, I was like, no. oh, hell no. So maybe it is haunted. I don't know. The house is creepy at night. I'll give you that. It is. Yeah. You had to live there for a while, you know. A, a, a short time. Yes. The grandfather clock going off. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it just adds like this extra creepy layer. Yeah. So there's a little short story to warm us up. Okay. I guess I'll just, because the only story I really got is my, is is what I assume is a skinwalker. I say it was a skinwalker because it's literally the one of the only logical explanations that I have. If you're not familiar with what skinwalkers are or the legend of skinwalkers, they're pretty, it's a, it's a lore in the Appalachia, um, in the mountains and it's and like native american and that's where it originated yes we're native americans and it's these creatures that can mimic voices they're said to be witches yes like old witches and they can mimic voices and call your name and kind of lure you into their trap essentially look like stuff yeah like they can look like normal people but reportedly they never look right right yeah but they sound just just like someone off the street. Mm-hmm. If you ever hear the saying, like, if you're in the Appalachia and you hear your name, like if you're alone at night or you hear a whistle or a laugh or or something. A baby crying. Something like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. You didn't hear anything. And that is the God's honest truth. Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me set the scene okay. for you. Okay. So this was a few years ago. This is, I mean, I'm talking five years ago. Because this is before Mason, okay? So maybe even six years ago. My oldest sister, Carol, and her husband, Ben, they were house-sitting for Ben's brother and sister-in-law, okay? They went out of town, and they live in Greenville, Tennessee. And where they live, it's a neighborhood, but it's still rural, you know? Like, it's very rural, and um, when it's nighttime, it's dark. Like, you don't see your hand in front of you dark, Mm -hmm. okay? And they told Carol and Ben, they were like, yeah, you can, you know, 
invite your sisters over because they had a pool and stuff. And this was during the summer. They're like, yeah, you can invite your sisters over and, you know, use our fire pit in the pool and, you know, have a good time. And so that's what they did. And we came over one night. The kids had had fun in the pool and we were all got well, we were all gathered around the fire pit. I was drinking my wine, you know, (laughs) and my Aunt Paula was there as well. We were all just cutting up, having a good time. And all of a sudden, we hear, help, help me, help me. And immediately, like, we just pause and all look at each other like, did you hear that? Because at first you're like, did we just hear what we heard? You know, you kind of look at each other like, yeah. So we just kind of sat there for a second and we heard it again. Help, help me. So we all kind of just jump into action then because my first thought was, it's one of their neighbors, like, falling in the yard, you know, mm-hmm. and needing help. That's the first thing I thought. So I go up to their fence and I'm like, where are you? Because you cannot see. <laughs> I'm like, where are you? I have, like, my, my phone flashlight out. My sisters do. My Aunt Paula, Mikey, you know, we're all trying to find this person. And they don't answer direct questions. It's just over and over again, help me, help me. So because we were asking and it sounded like a female, mm-hmm. a female's voice. And so I'm like, ma'am, where are you? Let us help you. Like, we're, we're trying to find you. No, doesn't Like I said, doesn't answer direct questions. We make our way around to the front of the house and we're still hearing it. And it almost seems like the voice is getting closer to us. We all start walking down the street, seeing if we can pinpoint this voice. And over and over, I'm just hearing, help, help me, please help. And we're like, where are you? And they don't answer. My Aunt Paula calls the police because obviously someone is in distress. Right, like something is wrong. Yeah. Um, And she's, you know, giving a description of where we are, the house we're at. And we are continuing to try to look for this person. And it's just over and over, help, help me, help me, please help me. And it's like the voice gets closer and then it would get further away, closer and then it would get further away. And these men come out of out of a house nearby and they're hearing it, too. And they're like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we hear someone calling for help. And so they're like, well, we'll help you find this person. Mm -hmm. And so they're looking to and nothing. Literally, we keep hearing this person yell for help. It sounds so close to us. And yet, nothing. I mean, yes, it's dark, but we also have our phone flashlights. Like, we're searching. Like, I'm walking through people's yards. Like, you know, nothing. Right. And the police, this police officer comes by and has their big headlight on their car. Yeah. Their Their spotlight. Their spotlight. Yeah. And is it's going up and down looking for for the person and never ever finds that person. And I can conti- we continue to hear it until one until it abruptly just stops and we never hear it again. I to this day do not know who that was. I say it was a skinwalker. Someone told me it could have been a bird. It wasn't a bird. My aunt had birds for years. No. I know what a bird sounds like. They like have, when a, they're they mimic. have an undertone to their voice. Yeah. Like. I know what a bird sounds like and that ain't it. I, then I, I had the theory also, other than it's Skinwalker, was it could have been a trap. 
you know, and and that's. Didn't you think those dudes had something to do with it for a minute? Like, because it was just odd that they just. Well, you know how I am. Like, yeah, I'm suspicious of everyone. True crime mind. My true crime mind. Yes. And no one else was suspicious of them. The only thing that popped in my head was people who are guilty will join a search party, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm not trying to implicate these dudes. I don't know, you know, but that was what popped into my mind, you know, trying to distract us or something, right? you know, and and also, like I said, guilty parties will join the search party Mm -hmm. or they'll show up to a funeral. That's why, like, if there is an unsolved case for a murder, you will see detectives at that person's funeral. Because your perpetrator, your killer, will most likely be there. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for someone who's missing and you have a search party, that person will most likely be in that search party. They will insert themselves into the investigation some way, somehow. Yeah. Right? That That is just what was going through my head. But, you know, it being a trap was, was a pretty good theory. <laughs> um, I don't know. I It's something that my family and I still talk about. Didn't your aunt have some weird stuff happen to her, too? So, yes. And I can talk about that after you tell your next one. Okay. I will talk I will talk about Paula's weird, weird stuff it's that like happened. It's like a whole situation. It's like a whole situation. Um, But, yes. So, to this day, don't know what it was. Don't know what that voice was. I say skinwalker. I know that that's a little out there, far-fetched. But when you live in the Appalachia, it's not so far-fetched. Living in the mountains, living out west. Like, yeah. No. You hear about stuff all the time. Oh, yeah. You know, and that story has always made me think of there was this TikTok that went super viral of a dude. He lives on like a farm or a ranch or something. And he's on he's horseback like he's on his horse. And he's like they're trotting down like a gravel like pathway kind of road. I mean, it's pretty wide. You could definitely drive a car or two down Mm -hmm. it. And he hears like this woman out of nowhere go, hey. And like the horse starts acting weird. And then you hear it again. I can't, I think she just says, she's like, hey, again, but like it's a little bit like longer. And then the horse just like takes off. Takes like, off. Take, Cause it's yeah. like, it comes to like a T, like the gravel does. And this horse just shoots down the other way. He's like, nope, bah. Like, and I'm like, if the animals are acting weird, they something up. And, and that story has always made me think of that. And here's the thing too during that whole situation, not one dog barked. Nothing. The horse never makes a sound in the video. Yeah. That horse just takes off yeah. the second time it hears that woman's voice out of... And, like, the dude that's on the horse is, like, panning around. There's nothing. It's like a flat field. Yeah, I've and there's seen like the video. A, yeah, there's, yeah. like, a big bush or mm-hmm. something. It's not even really, like, a tree. It's, like, a big, giant, way yeah. overgrown bush. And there's nothing out there. And that horse is like, bye. Yeah, you got me. And I'm up. like, <laughs> if the animal is... Mm-hmm running away but that's what that story's always made me think of if, if you if it was like an actual person you would think there would be dogs barking or something yeah and nothing i mean like i know in my parents neighborhood like almost everyone around has a dog like there's a dog at this house that's diagonal there's mm-hmm. a dog back here at like the next street behind us but you can see like their house is not super far away this way diagonal like and yeah. if you fart outside like a dog's gonna bark they're, about it. they're all and then one dog starts and another dog they're hears gonna it, tell and each now other they're barking and then this dog hears it and now yeah. he's barking i mean yeah. you can't do anything if there's dogs outside right in the comments on social media please post if you have a skinwalker story yeah i'd love to hear it or okay share your ghost stories yeah that's true too share your ghost stories um and maybe we'll talk about one 
that we find very yeah. interesting um, on our next episode. But yeah, so that's that's my maybe Skinwalker story. Yeah. <laughs> Something weird, very weird <laughs> happened. Yeah. But anyways, okay, what's your next story? So now we're switching lanes and we're going from Skinwalker to um, more like Annabelle type way. Like a doll? Like a doll. Like not like a doll. Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm going to change your name because I don't know that I'm not still friends with her. So I don't know if she would still be like cool with right, her name being on the podcast. So mm-hmm. we'll call her Savannah. Okay. So this was when I was in eighth grade. Me and Savannah had been friends since we were little children. Like we were the best of friends forever and ever and ever. So it was, a, I mean, it was a pretty like smallish house. Yeah. So her bedroom, there was a basement. And then there was like just the main level and her bedroom was kind of like diagonal to the basement door and the basement mm-hmm. door didn't have a door handle. It was just the hole where a door handle should go. That plays a part. Her uncle at the time was in kind of like a cover band and they were going to perform at a restaurant around here and it was her mom's brother and that's who she lived with was her mom. So we were like getting ready and stuff and you know we're middle schoolers so we think that we have to like pop on some lip gloss and mascara and wear cute clothes to go to a restaurant of that course. a bunch of middle-aged people are going to go watch a middle-aged cover band play you please know? tell me it was blue eyeshadow no really no this is blue eyeshadow was not a thing when i was in middle school oh, we it were, was when i was in middle school like that was like a rite of passage we were wearing past your, that <laughs> wearing your freaking blue eyeshadow there's 10 years here difference almost <laughs> shut up okay don't <laughs> remind me <laughs> so not blue neutral but not blue um so we're getting ready and we think we got to look all cute so her clothes were in the basement because it was a pretty small bedroom so we had to go downstairs to go get her clothes another little side story that ties in is is a major piece in this story so her mama lived like just a couple streets over her mama and her were very close and her mama loved to go yard sailing so her mama was going yard sailing one day and she found it was a black face doll definitely from the time probably around like the 40s or something when those were common ah yes okay. you know what i'm talking about it was like a yes i mean they straight up use like black cloth yeah those dolls straw hair and all that good stuff mm-hmm. so you know they don't look nice okay right yeah uh, <laughs> they're they don't look like a kind doll um mm-hmm. they look very creepy because they made them look creepy so, for whatever reason, her mamma decided this is something that Hannah would want. Oh. I, I don't know. Because we're definitely past the age of playing with dolls. Yeah. And, like I said, those things are creepy. Mm-hmm. So, her mamma gets her this doll and Savannah's like, thanks. And Savannah put it in the basement. Now we're back in the basement. Mm-hmm. So, she had put it in a corner of the basement where it had flooded and most of their basement was under the ground. It had flooded in the back, so no lights would turn on except for one. Mm-hmm. So you immediately go down these wood stairs, and there's like a little clothing rack thing that had her clothes on it. And then there's a washer, a dryer, and then a folding table. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it is black. Like it doesn't, it, you just have one light bulb that works downstairs, which makes it all the more creepy down there. So this doll was back in the darkness corner, and we're downstairs, and she's like looking for clothes. And she was on the phone with her mom and her mom was like telling her I'll be there in, you know, however many minutes. And Mm -hmm. Savannah's like, okay, I'm just getting clothes. And I'm standing there just kind of like sideways Mm -hmm. from the stairs. And I'm just waiting and I'm I'm creeped out. 
and I heard this scratchy noise in the basement. And I'm immediately thinking, because they had cave crickets, that there's an ungodly size cave cricket somewhere over there in the corner. And I don't do bugs right. of any size. So I was starting to get freaked out. And I was like, hey, can you please hurry up? Like, I want to go upstairs. I just heard something. And she was like, okay, okay, I'm looking for something to wear. And I was like, just hurry. So she continues talking to her mom and she's flipping through clothes and stuff. And I hear it again, but it's like closer and it's coming from the corner that the doll is in. And I'm like, seriously, please hurry. I was like, I'm about to go upstairs and leave you. And she's like, no, don't leave me down here. It's creepy. And so I was like, okay, just pick something out. And she was like, I'm trying. And so then I hear like something completely moved, like a box was like pushed or something. And I hear full blown like, you know, when a dog or a cat is trying to take off running on hard floor and they don't get grip for a couple seconds. That's what this sounded like. If something was trying to run, it couldn't get any friction for a second. And it just, I was like, nope, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. And she heard it at this point. And she like screams on the phone with her mom. And we both go bolting towards the stairs. So we're running and there's not walls on the side of the stairs until Mm -hmm. you get to like the top three stairs. Mm -hmm. So it's completely open. And we can just see like the motion of something coming. And I'm completely like bugged at this point. Like I I am like I was bugged. <laughs> <laughs> She's got chill bugs. I do. Like and so as we, we speak. <laughs> yeah. We take off. We're going up the stairs. And then you hear like kaboom, kaboom, kaboom on the stairs behind us. And we were like, hell no. The basement door doesn't have a fucking door handle. So we get to the stop the She's, so, she's flustered. I can't, I can't even speak. <laughs> we get to the top of the stairs and we're like, shit, this doesn't have a door handle. And at this point, we don't know what's happening. If there's a person down there, if there's an animal down there chasing us, we mm-hmm. have no clue what's what's happening. And so we get to the top of the stairs. We rip this door closed. You pull it towards you. And we're just, we have our finger. Doors are, it was a hollow door. Okay. So we have our fingers in like the inside of the door because we didn't want to stick it through like the hole. As soon as we close that door, we hear just like a on the other side of the door. And we were like, oh God, oh God, oh God. (laughs) We, I mean, we are freaking out. I would be terrified. I would just see like an eyeball through, Uh, through that. We're absolutely, I mean, fear is not even, it didn't even touch what we were feeling. Oh my gosh. And I mean, I could literally feel my heartbeat in my throat yeah. like this. It was horrific. And then we're looking and there's a grate that's right underneath us. And you could see through like the filter of the grate into the basement. Oh, hell no. And I'm no. like, oh my God, dude. Oh, like, hell no. I, I was like, I got to Like, I'm leaving. And she's uh-huh. like, no, you can't leave me here. Blah, blah, blah. And we didn't want to let go of the door either. And then we kind of stand there and we got really quiet and... We stood there for, I felt like forever, but it probably was just a few seconds. And then on the other side of the door, we just hear, we, we ran out the front door. Like, yeah. <laughs> and we ran out and it was like a movie. Her mom was pulling into the driveway. <laughs> Thank God. We, we were fucking bugged. Like, I, well, I'll tell you one thing, Katie, it wasn't the doll. I really don't think it was the doll, but it was something that's wild. Nothing was ever weird. In her house until that doll came in there. Right. Which I'm like, listen, if the doll had some bad juju on it, I get it. Yeah. If I was a woman of color in the 40s, i probably haunt some little white bitches. Absolutely. I mean. Yeah. Be the first thing I do. That's the least they could get. Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I don't I don't know. We. I tell you one thing. I would have never went over there again. 
I and did. You, and you did, didn't you? <laughs> I've been like, I'm so sorry, Savannah. But um, we were besties. Yeah, I get it. But I've been like, you coming over to my house? Like we, I ain't doing this again. To add on, later that night we were doing staying up late and doing the whole middle school thing, and we we're sneaking snacks into her room and mm-hmm. sodas, and we were on um, Omegle. Oh my god! Because <laughs> we were garbage. The video one? Yes. And we're on there with people, and, like, her bedroom window was probably, like, eight foot off of the ground. Mm-hmm. Hand to God, something knocked three times on her window that night. No. Her brother was three years older than us, because mm-hmm. we were in high school with him at one point. And he had a friend over, and he had two samurai swords that made, like, an X above his bed. You did not get that samurai sword. He did. Okay. He and the friend did, and they went outside to look, and there was nobody out there. Mm. The end of that story makes me think of... I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you this one before I tell you my aunt's stuff, okay? One of my best friends, Jessica, she listens to this podcast religiously, by the way. So, she's going to get a kick. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, Jessica. Yeah. She, um, so we've been best friends since we were freshmen in high school. And our dads are, you know, they were in the lodge together. They knew each other for years before Jessica and I were even, uh, friends. But, um, Jessica and I, and a few others, we were not chill kids, okay, in high school. I got into a lot of shit because of Jessica. And I will say because of Jessica, she knows damn well whose fault it was. Okay, it was hers. Anyways. So, (laughs) (laughs) period. Period. No, I love you, Jessica. A few things happened to us, like, collectively, Mm -hmm. okay? And Jessica would basically spend every weekend over at my house. Mm Mm-hmm. And we snuck out a lot. Okay. A lot. Thank God. We were just talking, Jessica and I were just talking about this the other day. Thank God, like, that ring doorbells did not exist or like Life 360 tracking, stuff like that, because we would have been so screwed. Okay. So screwed. So the first thing that happened one night was we were, we had snuck out. It was like in the middle of the night, and I did not live. In the greatest of neighborhoods. Right. Okay. Just to put it bluntly, like, I I lived kind of in the hood. Okay. (laughs) um, The ghetto. The the ghetto. (laughs) Um, I did. I lived in a rough neighborhood. Okay. Um, And Jessica and I and a few others were just walking around this neighborhood one night. Okay. And should we have been? No. Could we have died? Absolutely. But we were stupid. Okay. and. We were walking and this guy literally comes out of nowhere and is holding a chain, like in the middle of the road, looking at us, holding this long ass chain, scared the shit out of us. Okay. I don't know. Immediately no. Immediately no. I don't know if he thought that like we were trying to do something to his car, which we weren't. We were just being little hoodlums, you know. So that was the first thing that happened. And we ran from him so fast. Like, I don't think I've ever ran so fast in my life. Okay. Then another night. So where I lived, I lived really close to the high school that we attended. Like, I walked to school every day. Okay. My house, my backyard faced directly into, like, the soccer field. Mm -hmm. I could watch the soccer games for free and into the park. And one night, Jessica and I... Were, we were out back in my backyard, and this guy was standing in the middle of the soccer field just watching us. And it got to the point, like, he wouldn't move, and my dad had to come outside and threaten him. 
Okay. Just little things like that were happening. And then one night when Jessica and I just like we I had just gotten out of the shower. I had my hair wrapped up. Okay. And she was sitting in my living room coloring. Okay. Literally the chillest thing she she could have been doing. <laughs> she could have been doing. Okay. Um, this huge coloring page, right? Like we 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 were just having a chill night. Okay. My mom was like home. She hadn't been working, like just having a chill night. And we get a knock on the door. And it's the police. And my mom immediately <laughs> turns to look at Jessica and I. And she's like, what did you do? And Jessica's like, I swear. I swear, Judy, I didn't do anything this time. I swear to you, I didn't do anything. <laughs> this time. This time. <laughs> and my mom looked at me and I was like, I was just, I was in the shower. Like, I just got out of the shower. And and the police officer was like, someone called 911 from this residence. And we were like, uh, no. Jessica's like, I ain't gonna call police. And I was like, and I'm not gonna call the police unnecessarily. <laughs> like, <laughs> unnecessarily. Unnecessarily. Yeah, he was like, Some, someone has called, called the police from this residence. It's coming from this residence. And we're like, no, no. no. And it wasn't like, because cell phones now, like if you hit the side button too many times, it'll it'll do the SOS call. I know because my kids have done it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I accidentally called the police and I've had to be like, I swear there's nothing wrong. My kids are just trying to get into my phone. <laughs> that's not how Nokia's worked. Okay. <laughs> and that's what we had. Yeah. You just didn't accidentally call 911. Yeah. You had to press it and send it. Okay. I, we don't know who called 911 that night. But. We, I did hear that night someone like tapping on my window. So I don't know what that was. Gross. Yeah. And still to this day, we, we don't know. Yeah. So um, it's really weird. We were really stupid. We did a lot of stupid shit, but I don't know who that was or why 911 got called. I don't know if someone saw someone in my yard and called, mm-hmm. you know, or what, but it was weird. It's really weird. Savannah just straight up had the devil in her basement. Right. Yeah. But the tapping on the window made me think of yeah. that. Made me think of that. The fact that it was in threes for me is what I was like. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then, so my aunt, <laughs> so my aunt, you know, she's no longer with us. So my Aunt Paula's house, which is now my sister Carol's house, the house is surrounded completely by woods. Yeah. Like it's on a hill. The driveway, it's like driving through the forest. Like it's, it's it's very curvy. It's very yeah. I mean, it's not a very long driveway or anything, but it is surrounded by woods. Yeah, it is. Also, you know, it's a little bit more lit than you know out in Greenville, but mm-hmm. it's still when it gets dark up there, it gets really dark. Mm-hmm. Okay, and my aunt Paula and my nephew Cameron had like a bonfire going, had that fire going out in the yard, and they were like burning trash or something. I don't know. Um, I may get a little details of this wrong because I wasn't there. So the way Cameron tells it, I, I think, <laughs> is... Call him. Call him. <laughs> um, they were, you know, around this fire. Him and Paula were talking. Okay. He he goes inside to, like, use the bathroom or something. And he comes out. And Paula's like, why did you change your shirt? And he's like, I didn't. She's like, what? Like, because... When Cameron went inside, Paula was still talking to someone across from that fire. Like someone was standing there and she thought it was Cameron and it wasn't. 
and this person had like a different shirt on and everything. And so that's why she thought Cameron had changed his shirt and it was someone completely different. And that person was gone by the time Cameron came back out. I'm like, I when I hear the story, I'm like, <laughs> did Cameron turn invisible when he went to the bathroom? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, the details, I may have the details a little, wrong, a little wrong. He's probably going, if he hears this, he's probably going to call me and be like, you got this wrong. And <laughs> he ain't listening to this. He ain't. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, so that was really weird. But also, my Aunt Paula had a lot of weird things happen around that house. To the point where I, like, literally begged her to get cameras up. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a long conversation about it one time. Ring doorbells did exist at this time. And I was like, get you some ring doorbells. A ring doorbell. Get you Kayla cam- got them motherfuckers everywhere. I do. My Fort Knox around this bitch. Like, you step foot on my property. I'm going to know about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. There would be, like, this pickup truck that would just drive up her driveway and sit there and watch her house. And then she would call the police and it would be gone by the time they got there. Mm -hmm. Paula had some personal issues, personal and legal issues going on Mm -hmm. with some family. And so I don't know if Paula was being harassed at this time. I I think she absolutely was being harassed. Um, She would wake up and there would be tools laid out on her porch, just randomly tools. Like that's so weird and random, but there would be, she would get, people i what we you know she didn't see anybody but it definitely happened when my niece carrie beth was over there one night you pull up to the house and you immediately see the garage Mm -hmm. right and above the garage is a window to the living room Mm -hmm. so paula heard someone actively trying to get in her garage actively okay they were trying to break in and carrie beth heard it while she was there for sure, someone was trying to get into that garage and then through her front door to the point Paula was on the phone with 911 and had a gun in her hand and was like, someone comes through my house and I'm going to shoot them. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the time the cops got there, those people were gone. The person that was across from her from the fire, I don't know if it was just like a figment of her imagination, if it was an apparition or a skinwalker. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> or if it was an actual person. Right. You know, it's really scary to think especially if it was an actual person because paula was being harassed at this time mm-hmm. so just a lot a lot of a lot of weird shit um my sister carol has cameras up around that house now has she, she's and, never had anything strange happen has she um one time this guy was just like randomly walking around the property then he he got chased up into the woods though didn't he oh ben went out there yeah well didn't the dogs chase him too i don't know did they you heard the yeah. story yeah, this is when, okay, so it was Daisy and Duke, and then Ben went out there. Because I've heard Ben talk about this. Yeah, this guy was just, like, randomly walking around. And wasn't around. Chloe there alone? Yeah, Chloe was at the house. And al- Chloe's in, in high school. Well, so Chloe was, Ben was asleep because he was working nights. Right, so I mean, like, she but fell as if she was alone, Yeah, probably. like, Ben was asleep because he had worked nights, so he's work- he was asleep during the day. Chloe was there, and this she saw this guy just walking around the property when ben went out there ben had a ben had his gun and the dogs and Uh, let me tell you so duke ended up that's who i got duke from was was kayla's sister and when duke picked a person and duke usually picked women and he was this way over chloe and carol Mm -hmm. when he is your protector he is your protector and daisy chloe that is her mama Uh uh-huh chloe that is chloe's baby you ain't Fixing to touch her mama. <laughs> no. And Duke said, you ain't 
fixing to touch my little girl. Like, yeah, no, yeah. So no, Daisy, Daisy would literally kill for Chloe. And Daisy and would kill for Chloe in a heartbeat. Duke was very mean. <laughs> Duke was just um, mean if you weren't his person. But this and and Ben was like, "What the hell are you doing walking around my my property like this?" Right. And he was like, "I'm just looking for ginseng." Which I mean, I know that's like a thing, but yeah. once you see that you're that there's a house, like you can see from all angles of the woods. And the thickest part is in the back, but you're up on a hill above their house. So, mm-hmm. like, you can see their house. And it's not that secluded. No. It's like, really you come not. It's off of like a main street. Yeah. And then the highway is just like literally right a half there. a mile. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not a very secluded. It's not like deep in the woods or anything. No. And the woods aren't, the trees aren't thick. I mean, it's a decent amount of woods. It's yeah. like what's behind my house. Yeah. Um, but I mean, once you see someone's house, wouldn't you be like, oh, Shit, like I'm on someone's land, someone's yeah. property. Like you should right. probably leave. Yeah, and this guy was just, just like common sense tells you. <laughs> yeah. So like after that, Carol like put cameras up and all that. Um. But yeah, so I don't know if that's neither, I don't know if that's neither here or there. But um, so creepy. Though. It is very. It is creepy. It is. Um. And seeing, I mean, as a teenage girl, and you see just a random man walking around in your yard. Yeah. I'm just thankful. Like, looking around. Yeah, I'm just thankful Ben was there. You know, because um, I remember her calling me. Oh, God. If you see Ben walk out on you, <laughs> let me let me just say, Ben's a big motherfucker. <laughs> ben, ben is a, a big Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Ben's a big motherfucker. If I'm in a random person's yard and I see Jimmy John the Giant step out the house, Ben's, guys, he's big. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big yeah. old tall man. Yes. And he's a gentle giant. Like ben No, is, he is. Ben he's is literally so precious. Yeah. We love Ben. But, like, if you're just a random person, you see him walk out, you're like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to shit yourself. And for that, and for them, (laughs) for his wife and them kids, you're dead. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, and I live, like, 10 minutes up the road. And so I would have got there. Yeah, well, listen, you look at Kayla, you're like, how cute. It's a little elf. But (laughs) she can't reach the top shelf. But she's mean as fuck. Fuck with my niece. Any of them or nephews. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to end good for you. <laughs> Those are my stories. Those are my stories. Oh my gosh. A skinwalker like we... and a demon and a cat ghost. Cat ghost? <laughs> um, and creepy stalkers. Yeah. We've talked for a long time. I didn't realize we... We have, yeah. Dang. We've been going for a while. We have been. Okay, well, short episode. Just kidding. Random. Random scary stories. Very, very random. Sometimes random... Kind of scary, yeah. kind of weird, um, creepy, creepy. You know, it is what it is. It's been a rough week, guys. It just has been. So to uplift us, if you have any scary stories that you would like to share, we would love to read them. If you mm-hmm. wanted to DM us, message us on Facebook, leave a big long comment. I don't care. You have a theory on the Skinwalker, or you know what I think is a Skinwalker? Give it to me. Yeah. Right. So yeah. Let us know. Share some spookies with us. Yeah. Share some spookies. And then I'll do my episode ne- you know, next week. Side so. note, when she threw the doll away, nothing ever happened again in the house. Someone else's problem now. Or you best an- believe she threw that damn thing away. Oh, so she like threw it away. Oh, yeah. Like, like it it's was, not in a yard cellar. It went out to the road. Oh, good. On a Monday evening. You know what's wild? If that thing would have like shown back up. Oh, you know, like no. how it does in the movies. <laughs> yeah. Then I would have never gone back. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. All right. 
Have a spooky time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank Mikey Kinley for audio and editing and our friend Avalyn Yulaberry for our cover art. Make sure to like and follow us on social media on Facebook and Instagram. Our Instagram is m3podcast and you can find us on Facebook under the name of our podcast which is Murder Mayhem and Merlot. (laughs) 